Hello and welcome to Transformation and Empowerment, the podcast that helps you to live a happier, more abundant and fulfilled life through the power of gratitude. Welcome to another edition of Darkness Radio. I'm Tim Dennis sitting in for Dave Schrader tonight. Tonight I'm excited because, uh, you know, we are a paranormal radio show. However, a lot of times we're talking about how you can improve yourself, either your spiritual health, your physical health, whatever it is you can do to get yourself into a better place. And and I'm uh, proud to uh, bring aboard uh, our first guest tonight. Our first guest is uh, Mike Pettigrew. He's wrote the number one Amazon bestseller, Unlock Gratitude Now. Now, Mike shares his experiences of both failure and success, which I'm sure we all can learn from and need to learn from. Uh, he explains how you can change your dominant thoughts and emotions quickly and easily and how this can lead to your long-term success and happiness. He also suggests several experiments you can try for yourself, and we'll talk about that during the program, uh, that allow you to uh, prove to yourself that your mind and emotions really do affect physical matter. Let's welcome to the program in the Darkness on the Edge of Town Paranormal Radio Show, Mike Pettigrew. Hi, Mike. Hi Tim, how are how are you doing? Doing uh, doing about as well as can be expected today. You know, <laughs> I, 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 let's start with that sentence first. When someone asks you uh, how you're doing today, some of us have the overwhelming need to tell you the truth, and that could be a half hour conversation. Or some of us are just like, yeah, fine, and move on. And others are absolutely feeling great. Tell me right off the start, how do we change that mindset right away? Well, I, I think. Tim, we all have rough days, and no matter what you know, strategies, tools, or techniques we use, there will always be rough days. But I think over a period of time, whatever our dominant feelings are, our dominant thoughts, our dominant emotions, have profound effect on the way our lives progress. And as I say, we all have rough days, we all have good days, and it's a bit of a mixture. But I honestly believe from my own experience and the experience of many, many, many people that it's it's possible to change our dominant thoughts and emotions. It's not instant, but we can do it. And I think a good example of of the effects of our, 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 our dominant thoughts and emotions, if you have a very complaining and resentful uh, attitude or and compare that to somebody who's positive and optimistic and not begrudging everything over time those two different those two people's lives progress very very differently and, and i think we see this in old age I, i've done a lot of hospice volunteer work in the past and often well usually as human beings we become more of the same we become more of the same and people generally in old age become people. Sorry, let me rephrase that. People who've had a rough time, who've had a really hard life, they usually end up in one of two ways, either bitter, resentful, twisted and full of regret or else compassionate, caring, loving, kind and understanding. And even though both people have had a rough, rough life, depending on their attitude, it, it, it has profound effects on not just how you feel, but the opportunities you actually draw into your life. Because I feel, and this book that, that I wrote, Unlock Gratitude Now, that the real core message is that gratitude acts as a magnet. It acts as a magnet. And when you 
are expressing gratitude frequently and it, it takes discipline. It's not something that you just, you know, it, it's something that you need to repeat. When you start living your life based on gratitude, you actually draw into your life all sorts of benef- benefic- benefits. Uh, but if you are expressing resentment and complaint, that's absolutely the opposite. It works at pushing away amazing things from happening to you. Sadly, sadly, we, we are... We become what we think and what we feel. Let me ask you this, Mike. Is it, a, is it a matter of nature versus nurture? Is it a matter of when you get to the end of your life being one or the other? Is it your genetic makeup or is it the way you've handled experiences? Because I, I, I'm just going to share this with you between you, me, and a, a whole lot of listeners right now. I have had an incredibly rough life, and people may say, well, Tim, you're on the radio. You have this you know, dream job. Most of us actually go to work for a living. I understand that. I understand that side of things. However, I mean, I've dealt with incredible physical ailments and in circumstances that I don't necessarily want to talk about on the show, but but that have really suppressed me and made me very skeptical, not cynical, but skeptical sure. as an adult. You get that hard edge. You get that... You get that um, jaded is a good way to put it. You become jaded to a lot of things. What is is it nature or nurture that makes me that way? Is it is it the way I was raised or is it inside me that that I have to counter program that programming? <laughs> Tim, that's a very deep question, a rather deep answer. And um, if, if I backtrack way back to I think it was 1977, uh, my cousin, I was about 15 years old at the time. He was 19. And he was killed in a road accident. Terribly, terrible tragedy, terrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. And our family was utterly decimated. We were just, it was just horrendous. And he, he was actually my, my, my hero. Peter was an amazing person. And, but his death sent me on a, a quest that really continues to this day. And I, I studied everything I could about the evidence for life after death. Now, back in the, in the late 70s, there was nothing. Um, Dr. Raymond Moody's book, Life After Life, had just come out. Right. And yeah. it utterly changed my life. It changed my, my aunt and uncle's life as well, his parents. But that, that made me dig really deep. I was always the, the kid at school who, wanted, who asked the questions that, nobody, <laughs> that the teachers couldn't answer. So mm-hmm. I had to really find the answers for myself. But all I can say is that when you, I'm a skeptic. I really am a skeptic. I, I, I'm not a cynic, definitely not, but I'm a skeptic. I like to see, touch, feel, and weigh evidence if it's there. Right. <laughs> and I've done a lot of skeptical digging over, throughout my life. But I have, I'm absolutely certain that our lives continue. And my research, I, I, I founded the Institute for Afterlife Research back in 2002. And my research has shown that we all come into this world with exactly the same purpose. We come here to grow spiritually. Now, that's nothing to do with religion. We grow here to become better, more compassionate, happier, more caring, more loving individuals. And we're here also to help other people on their path. And I really believe that those of us, those of us um, who live really hard lives, uh, I'm pretty sure that we choose a lot of our hardship before we even come into this incarnation because it enables us to grow the qualities that we need to grow. So I know that's not what you expected to hear, but I think at a deep level, 
that 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 is the the re- that's the true true reason. But at the same time, uh, you know, you said, is it nurture? Is it nature? Yes, we. I, I honestly believe that we choose um, the major circumstances of our lives and any impediments that go with that. But also, when we get here, when we get it, when we are born into and incarnated into this physical world, we can make a total botch of our uh, of our of our life if we wish, or we can go beyond what we came here to do. But I really feel that when we we are here, we have free will, total free will. But if we actively engage in why we're here to grow and help others grow i think we can overcome maybe not the maybe physical uh, stuff but i think we can overcome the suffering that's related with any major illness in other words we have great ability to reduce to to a great extent the pain that we experience uh, the emotional pain that we experience from whatever it is that life deals us. I, I, I'm going to throw this at you too here, Mike. Sure. I, I, I think I end up in a unique, not so unique, but unique perspective when it comes to life. Even though I've had the, the tar beat out of me um, and I've come up against some extremely extenuating circumstances, I'm still not all sweetness and light about things and, oh, it's a great day, it's a brand new day, the sun's shining, the birds are chirping. I get up and I go, okay, I'm going to move through it. And, yes. and it's not – to me, that doesn't feel positive. But do you consider, all right, I'm just going to get through it or I'm going to move through it? Is that the beginnings of positivity to you or is it the seeds of negativity? Definitely. Definitely, Tim. Tim, It's, it's the beginnings of positivity. In fact, some of us are, are you know, have such a rough time getting from day to day. is a huge challenge, a huge challenge. And to be able to do that is, is, is incredible. And I, I, I relate to what you're saying, Tim, because back, um, well, over about 12 years ago, I was in a horrendous situation. I had, had been very successful through business. I was actually a millionaire, self-made, and that, that came about through a lot of hard work. And I built up uh, this business. It was actually office plants, interior plants, and I grew it to be one of the biggest of its kind in Ireland. I sold the company to a multinational. At that point, I was doing lots of hospice volunteer work and I launched the Institute for Afterlife Research. And I thought I was doing my life's work. I really, really loved what I was doing back then. But then life has twists and turns for us that we don't expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> twists and turns that we, on a deep level, we need and we definitely don't want. <laughs> and as I say, 12 years ago, through trusting the wrong people, making really bad investments, I lost everything. Uh, I was at the stage where I couldn't, I spent my last cent in the world. It was that bad. I had no way of feeding my wife or our newborn baby. I can't even begin to describe the suffering I was going through. Every morning, this actually, that one particular year, we lost a quarter of a million in that one year alone. And there were several, several of those years. Oh, my gosh. But every, I, I literally dragged myself out of bed. I woke up every morning going, oh, no, I just I can't take anymore. And I would honestly want to vomit with the fear 
every morning. I'd want to vomit with the fear. It was that intense. And well, Mike, let's do this. Let's take our break right now. When we come back, I want to find out how you got out of that because it's, this is one of those stories that that people need to hear because, you know, in our everyday life, I think we've all been to that point at some time or another where we've gotten down to that last cent. We just don't know how we're going to do it. Um, but I want to know how you did it. So let's do that when we come back. Now, you do have a special deal for Darkness Radio listeners. Can you tell us about that real quick? Absolutely. In fact, um, if if listeners go to unlockgratitudenow.com forward slash gift, that's unlockgratitudenow.com forward slash gift. I've, I've got a free bundle just for Darkness Radio listeners. It's only going to be available for a short time. It's not for anybody else. And it includes the full text of my, my book, Unlock Gratitude Now, also my audio book, What Happens When We Die, and also a, a video course, 30 Days to Empowerment, Success, and Happiness. And actually, because of the interests of your listeners, I think your listeners will be particularly interested in the video course because in it I demonstrate a mind-over-matter experiment moving physical objects using the mind and anyone can do this anyone can do this and in the video you'll find out exactly really? how so that's unlockgratitudenow.com forward slash gift all right check it out during the break when we come back more with mike Pettigrew here on darkness radio Welcome back to the best in paranormal talk radio, Darkness Radio. I'm Tim Dennis filling in for Dave Schrader. He'll be back Monday. We'll be doing uh, Supernatural News and Parish Air Monday. If you have a true uh, supernatural or paranormal story that's happened to you, you can email Dave at daveatdarknessradio.com with the story or give us a call when we're on live on Monday night. Our guest tonight, I'm extremely excited to have on. Now that you've told us a little bit about what you have on your, your website, and we'll talk some more paranormal topics here in sure. the second hour with you here, Mike, but... I'm I'm intrigued by just the concept of unlocking gratitude now. The book is Unlock Gratitude Now. And again, go to the website unlockgratitudenow slash gift and check out everything that Mike has there for you as it uh as it uh, pertains not only to um getting yourself to that place in life where you want to be, but it also has uh, some something to do with moving stuff with your mind, Mike. <laughs> that's right. Wow. That's right. That, that, that's demonstrated in one of the videos. If you can get me, the ultimate skeptic, to move stuff with my mind, you're going to change my mindset completely. <laughs> that's, it's, that's... It's, it's, actually, would you believe, Tim, I had an, an amazing teacher back around about oh, 1997, 1999, around about then. And I, I, I was doing this um, bioenergy healing course. Mm -hmm. And it was a year-long course, outstanding course, uh, learning to use the mind and you know channel energy to 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 heal people. It's 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 I feel way beyond um, Reiki. Amazing, amazing really? results that people get with it. But I was doing this course, and there was a guy um, doing the course with me, and he said, "Look, I, I feel you need to meet this friend of mine. He's a healer, and he was from the UK." And anyway, to cut a long story short, about three weeks later that healer came over from the UK. He was in my car. I was driving over the mountains above Dublin city and it was a beautiful sunny day. And there was, a, there were a few big fluffy clouds in the sky. And he said, um, what, what are you doing later today? And I said, well, actually I'm, I'm going to a, a meeting and we're, the theme of the meeting is how we affect our environment, how our mind affects our environment. And he said, ah, and a big grin on his face. 
He said, can I show you a demonstration of this? I said, yeah, sure. And he said, well, pull it, pull the car in. So I pulled my car into the side of the road. And he said, do you see that big cloud up there? And I said, yes. And he said, watch. And he literally pointed his hand at the cloud. And about 15, 20 seconds later, the cloud was there no more. And <laughs> I nearly peed in my pants. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was really shocked. Now, this was not, um, this was not suggestion. This was not help. This was not hypnosis because he didn't tell me what he was going to do. Okay. And anyway, uh, you know, I just laughed. I said, that's brilliant. That's amazing. Now I've experienced all sorts of uh, unusual occurrences during my lifetime. I've, I've been involved in the para paranormal most of my life. But that was the first time I'd seen a cloud disappear. Bet, anyway, we yeah. drove down the down the mountain towards the, down towards the valley, and he said, "Look, pull the car in again. This time, you pick a cloud." And I said, "Okay, look, I'll, I'll, I'll I picked a, a cloud that was kind of long and thin." And he said, "Right, okay, thanks for picking the cloud. Now I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to break the front part of the cloud away from the." rear part of the cloud i'm going to bore a hole in the front part of the cloud and then the second piece of the cloud behind i'm going to make a little curly hook i said no way that's not possible right and about i'd say about a minute and a half later he'd done exactly that and i was absolutely shocked to my core wow <laughs> now i can't prove this but i can show in the video as i say it's unlockgratitudenow.com forward slash gift uh, in one of the videos in this uh, four-part video course i give a demonstration of moving a small object not a big cloud but it's something that anyone can test this for themselves and get direct feedback of whether it's real or not as i say i'm a skeptic i like to be able to see touch and feel and weigh and measure things and I like proof <laughs> yes, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. when you're talking about metaphysical stuff, there's a lot of airy-fairy BS out there, to be honest. Yeah. And people, it, it's so important, life after death and, and all these healing type things. It's so important to get at least really strong evidence that these things are real. Because you know what? When you prove it to yourself by your own direct uh, experience, it takes it to a much deeper dimension. It's no longer a thing you believe. It's a thing that you know. And when you know something, <laughs> things, things change. Things change in your life very quickly. Very true. Now, let's, uh, let's get back to that uh, part of the story we were at in the last segment. Now, you don't have a cent in your pocket. You're trying, you've, got a, you've got a wife and a brand new uh, newborn child. Yeah. You're at this point where you've, you've lost your, your money, your fortune. Mm. And... At this point, this is the point, Mike, where people break. This, they, they either, yeah. you know, they either move on or they break or they, they try to find, you're trying to find temporary shelter and whatever you can. You're living day to day to try to get the family from one day to the next. This is when we go into, uh, I guess you could call it short term stinking thinking because you're, you're thinking, you know what? I just need to make it to tomorrow. I just need to take it, make it to the end of the week. I just need to make it yeah. to the end of the month. What was it that turned you around? What, what, hit you that you know what i can't live the way others live mm. well tim I, I think if 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 you're single and this happens to you it's pretty awful but if you've got two people 
whose lives depend on you. <laughs> it's it's really scary, and it, it was just terrible. But I obviously, you know, I, I literally sent this prayer, this determination, or this vow into the universe. This will change, and it will change now. And within literally a day, I picked up a book, that an amazing book. A lot of your listeners will, will, will have heard of it. It was by Wallace D. Wattles, and it was The Science of Getting Rich. Now, the title is very misleading. I feel he should have, he should have called the book How to Achieve Your Heart's Desire Through the Power of Gratitude. I think that would have been a more a- accurate title. Hmm. And th- I was reading about... Now, gratitude was something that was not unfamiliar to me by any means. It's it's something I had used uh, over the years. But sometimes sometimes you have to learn something to a far greater depth or you have to have everything stripped away to really understand something. And after reading this book, I realized that I had to I had to test an experiment. Today, I call it my crazy gratitude experiment. And basically what I did was every 30 minutes of the day, I'd ask myself what had been my dominant thought and emotion within the past 30 minutes, and I'd replace it with gratitude. And I did this every 30 minutes of the day. Now, I I assure you, I didn't feel grateful for anything. I did not feel grateful for anything. Things were so stinking horrible. Mm -hmm. And it, it was completely, what would you say, manufactured, artificial gratitude. But the way, the way I did this was, um, I don't know if you've ever had on the program Bruce Moen. He's written several books about uh, life after death. And he, 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 um, he gave an amazing workshop in my home here back in, I think it was 2001. And he said something amazing to me one day, so simple, but so meaningful. He said, Mike, if you ever want to return to any state of consciousness you've experienced in the past, all you need to do is remember what it feels like. And you think, well, what? That sounds so simplistic. Mm-hmm. But it, it is absolutely true. So in order to bring up gratitude every 30 minutes of the day, I had to think about something in the past, some event in the past where I felt deep, sincere gratitude. Now, I had to think about it for quite a while before I would actually start feeling that feeling again. At at first, it was very difficult. But after maybe a couple of hours, it was getting more easily. And then after a day, I could literally bring up that feeling at will without having to even remember the event. It was just getting the process started that was difficult. And you know what, Tim? After three days, amazing coincidences started happening again and I hadn't seen a positive coincidence for a few years Hmm. it was amazing in fact the the magnitude of those coincidences were were such that major synchronicities happened that affect me profoundly to this day (laughs) it it, it was that that that's the most power of the effect of, of this so no matter how difficult life is no matter what hardship or situation we're facing no matter how scared we are it is possible to unlock our situation by doing this crazy gratitude experiment it is that powerful normally we think of gratitude as one of those sort of nice nice weak things Mm -hmm. gratitude is 
awesomely powerful. Gratitude can change lives. I remember hearing once of an experience of a guy in Japan, and he was going to, you know, he was going to take his own life. He was going to commit suicide. Life was that bad for him. And fortunately, he confided in a close friend. And she had great respect for him and said, look, you know, I've known you all my life and, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't try and talk you out of anything that you've made your mind up. And, but she said, would you do one thing for me before you die? And he said, yes, of course. And he said, she said to him, well, I'm sure there are people who have helped you at some point in your life. Are there? And he said, yeah, lots of people. And very wisely, she said, look, can you please write a, sh a short thank you letter to each one of those people before you say goodbye to this life? And he did. And as he started writing these letters of gratitude to all the people that had helped him along his way, he felt true gratitude welling up within his life and the, the will to go on living, the strength to go on living. It's, it's, I, I often think about gratitude as being if we're suffering terribly, Tim, if we're in a really dark place, it's literally like being in a dark room, a pitch black room. We can't see anything. But imagine there's a blinding white light on the other side of the door. Now, you, you can't see anything in the room because the door is closed. But all you need to do is open the door a crack and the light comes flooding in and you can start seeing what's in the room. And gratitude acts in the same way. All we need to do is bring up a little bit of gratitude and it illuminates our lives. We start to see solutions. We start to see ways forward. We start to see things that we didn't see in our environment before. Gratitude actually raises our consciousness and we start seeing things as they really are rather than the way we thought they were. Let's take a break, Mike. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about how we start to manifest some of that gratitude. Again, go to unlockgratitudenow.com slash gift and see all the free stuff that uh, Mike has there for you, including, you said, Mike, the entire text of the book? Yeah, giving away the entire book. Uh, wow. Unlock Gratitude Now. And an audio book, What Happens When We Die, and the three-part video course that includes the Mind Over Matter experiment. All right, check it out right now. UnlockGratitudeNow.com slash gift. When we come back, more with Mike Pettigrew here on Darkness Radio. Welcome back to the best in paranormal talk radio, Darkness Radio. I'm Tim Dennis sitting in for Dave Schrader tonight. Our guest is Mike Pettigrew. He is the author of Unlock Gratitude Now. Go to unlockgratitudenow slash gift to get the entire text of the book for free, to get a free audio book and a video on how to move things with your mind. This is like the best deal you can get on a Friday. I'm telling you, Mike. It's uh, it's out of this world. But have, uh, go check that out now. Um, Mike, before the break, you were talking about, and in that last segment, you were talking about being able to visualize that moment of gratitude. For me, it's very easy. I, I can go to a spot where, and I guess you could say a spot of abundance, and this is my spot of abundance, okay? Um, to me, I imagine being able to provide for my entire family uh, a great barbecue, having a great time, enjoying the kids, enjoying the adults, having abundance, plenty of food and drink, uh, maybe even a swimming pool out, out back, something where... Everybody in that moment is happy and happy to be together. Everyone's happy, healthy, uh, well-fed, 
and having a great time. Now, I can bring that up in a in a like that in a, in a in a flash. That's wonderful. Now, is it those type of moments that would be the match to light the fire that should put us in the spot where we want to be? Oh, definitely. That's a wonderful analogy, Tim. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it does. It, it ignites something in your life when you, when you do this. And it's in the beginning. Yes, you do have to remember an event like 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 you've just described. But after a while, you become so proficient at this that you can literally bring up the feeling of gratitude without attaching it to any memory. And there's actually there's a, a really useful NLP technique that people can do. It's it's called creating an anchor. And basically. Um, a guy, I don't know, 100 or 200 years ago called Pavlov, uh, he did an experiment with, with dogs. And every time he rang a bell, he would then feed the dogs. And after a while, he noticed that if he just rang the bell, the dogs would start jumping around and salivating, waiting to be fed uh, w- without even seeing food. So they related uh, feeding time with with the ringing of a bell. But human beings are very like dogs. And we can re- we can bring up gratitude using a very similar technique. So what you do literally is bring up that memory, like you've just described, Tim, you know, at the barbecue with all your family and swimming pool and a lovely, wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Bring up that uh, memory and let it intensify and let it intensify. The more gratitude you feel, the more potent this will work. And even if you have to keep at this for, for several minutes, you, at the point where you're literally overflowing with gratitude, that's the time to bring your either hand, maybe your right hand, your thumb and forefinger together and press them together gently. Okay, And that's literally setting an anchor. It's setting something in your subconscious that then later will have effect. So what happens is if you're having any difficulty later on, maybe a day or two or a week or a month or a year later, bringing up gratitude, all you need to do is squeeze your thumb and forefinger together gently like that, and the same feeling will come up as when you set your anchor. It's incredible. So simplistic, but it works really effectively, and it's a great tool. Are there specific moments we should be remembering for gratitude, or is it just, it could be, uh, is it is it random? Could it be just uh, kindness of a stranger one day, or, or is there something that's more powerful than other memories to bring up? I, I, to be honest, I, I think gratitude is gratitude. I mean, we, we all have had some experience. It could be with family. It could be, uh, you know, the day we graduated, or it could be, getting a wonderful toy on Christmas Day. I don't know. You know, it depends. As long as we have at least one memory during our entire life that we can return to, that, that's sufficient. That's sufficient. The actual event in, in and of itself doesn't really matter, you know. Now, what is the difference between initiating gratitude and, and getting to that point of abundance or changing your life around in your mindset and using the power of the secret or the law of attraction, is there a difference between the two? Are they two different practices or are they really one and the same? Well, I think The Secret was a wonderful book and a wonderful movie. I really, really enjoyed it. But I think in The Secret, there are lots of missing secrets, okay. <laughs> lots of missing secrets. And the, the, the law of abundance, it, it absolutely works. It absolutely works. Um, and I think the, the 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 core of the the law of abundance and the secret is that thoughts are real. Thoughts create. Thoughts are things. And but I think there's a lot more to it than just 
doing creative visualization or affirmations and just hoping that something will happen, there's nothing like action. <laughs> whatever goal we have in life, whatever determination we set for ourselves, there's a way to write our goals. There's a way of then converting those goals into affirmations that have major effect on our subconscious mind. But we also need to learn how to overcome the negative voice that we all have within us, the voice that, you know, the conditioning we've received since the day we're born. And we also need to create action steps to, to really manifest anything substantial. If we don't look at each one of those parts and make effort in each one of those areas, then the law of attraction, it's, it's kind of wishful thinking. <laughs> I, I know uh, for a while I, I tried uh, doing the law of attraction, doing the secret. To me, it, it didn't it, – uh, and maybe it's because I didn't put enough faith in it. Maybe I didn't put enough work in it. But to me, it, it seemed like it was, it was a long road to hoe. It was a long um, – it, it, it seemed arduous. Sure. And, and that there wasn't much of a return, but then you think to yourself, "Am I doing it right? Am I, am I not doing it right? Or am I? If I'm skeptical from the beginning, does that set me back automatically? I guess that's that's why I'm intrigued with your story because you are a skeptic. You are somebody who needs to see it, feel it, touch it, be able to realize that this is real in order for it to go forward. And to me, the secret kind of seemed like it was pie in the sky thinking. <laughs> it can it can appear like that, and I think a lot of people have been disillusioned by the message, uh, simply because, as I say, there are missing secrets in the secret. <laughs> but as I mentioned earlier, and you just said it again, I am a skeptic, and it's so important to get direct, tangible evidence that these things are real, if we are to be able to use them really potently. And there there was a, a a Japanese scientist, his name is Dr. Masaru Emoto. And the reason I'm, I'm talking about this is because it's so important to gain evidence that our, our dominant thoughts and emotions really do affect the world. And when we get that evidence, then we can start using that as, a, as a, we can use tools to make, to make that work in, in, to our benefit. And with Masaru Emoto, basically he was doing experiments in um, fr frozen water, water that was freezing and he would observe the formation of crystals in frozen water. And he used, I think, high-speed photography. And basically, he would get someone to project thoughts of love to these frozen, to, these, to the water samples that were starting to crystallize. And other water samples, he would get people to project anger, frustration, fear, and the difference, and he in the scientific experiment, you have to repeat this experiment many times. And if you get the same results each time, something's happening. And in the cases where um, feelings of compassion, love, gratitude were sent to certain water samples, they would grow beautiful shapes into absolutely beautiful shapes. Whereas anger, fear, all those lower emotions that were projected to certain water samples, would the crystal structure would be totally different, stunted and ugly. And this happened again and again and again. And he wrote an amazing book called The Hidden Messages in Water. But Masaru Emoto is only one scientist who's done work like this. Um, Dr. Harry Oldfield, who's, who's a, a friend of mine, mm -hmm. he's, he's over in the UK, he developed an amazing device called the PIP scanner. I think he's renamed it to New Energy Vision. And basically it shows 
energy fields on a computer screen in front of you. The energy fields that surround all living organisms, including human beings. And actually, I have one of these um, PIPs scanners myself, and it's absolutely fascinating. You can see the you can see the effects of your mind on another person's energy field, and you can see it in literally a few seconds. It's it's incredible, and this leads on to things like absent healing, and does absent healing actually work? Well, with this PIP scanner, you can see it happening right in front of you. Wow. You can see the effect of your mind on your environment, and particularly, as I say, on, on, on other people. Uh, Mike, let's take our uh, our last break of the hour here. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about the power of the mind. And I want to tie it into an aspect of science that I've tied it to on previous programs, but I'm going to do that with you here. Again, the website is unlockgratitudenow.com slash gift. Get the entire text of the book for free. Get a free audio book of Unlock Gratitude Now. And you also get a video on how to move things with your mind. It's all at unlockgratitude.now slash gift, and it's all free. Check it out during the break. We'll be back with more with Mike Pettigrew right after this. Welcome back to the best in paranormal talk radio, Darkness Radio. Tim Dennison for Dave Schrader, who is back on Monday for Supernatural News and Parashare Monday. Our guest this hour and next hour is Mike Pettigrew. The book is Unlock Gratitude Now. You can actually download the entire text of the book, get a free audio book, and get a video on how to move things with your mind. I know you're skeptical. I love my skeptics out there. But check it out right now, unlockgratitudenow.com slash gift. Um, Mike, here's what I'm going to tie it into. I teased this before the break. I'm going to tie in what you've been talking about with the power of the mind, gratitude, being able to move things or change things through will to quantum physics. Now, there's there's been an article out there within the last six months that says the afterlife may be uh, connected to quantum physics. Everything that we know and that we shape with our minds is probably a product of quantum physics. Now, I want your aspect on that. Do you Are you a big quantum physics believer as a skeptic? Do you see... The science behind all of this? To be honest, I, I'm not an expert on quantum physics, but I, I, I do know that uh, as we evolve our understanding of physics, and particularly the experiments that have been conducted in quantum physics, they're, they're literally verifying what esoteric traditions have been saying for thousands of years. So normally, spirituality and and um, science, they're almost at loggerheads. They're almost at opposites. But mm -hmm. it's amazing. As we progress our understanding of the universe through science, it's validating what other disciplines have said for thousands of years. And I, I mentioned Dr. Harry Oldfield um, earlier right. and his PIP, PIP scanner. Now, Harry is an amazing human being because he uh, he's a western he's trained in the western tradition but he also has a, a lot of training in eastern tradition and when you when you blend those two together you come up you can make amazing breakthroughs and he has created all sorts of uh inventions including i think it's the the old field microscope that has completely revolutionized the the, the field of microscopy so i think when we as we progress in the next few years, I think there are amazing breakthroughs ahead that verify that, well, life continues after death, for one. There have already been scientific experiments into the evidence for life after death. Um, I think Sam Parney, a University of Sheffield in the UK, and 
Dr. Pim van Lommel in the uh, in the Netherlands. They have done incredible experiments. And the I remember reading this back around about 1999, the British Medical Association's journal, The Lancet, the, the conclusion of their studies, and not, uh, there won't be time to get into the studies, but the conclusions was that for the first time ever, there is now evidence, scientific evidence, that life continues after death and that we may need to reevaluate our understanding of human consciousness and the brain, and they may not be one and the same, and one is not a product of the other necessarily. So I think we're at an amazing age, uh, Tim, where incredible breakthroughs will be made, and it will help so many people realize we're here long-term, and I mean really long-term, and that there's reason for everything and meaning to everything, even the rough stuff. It's all there for a purpose. And we'll talk a little bit more about the afterlife in our second hour here, but I, I want to ask you this question, and that would be, would it be fair to someone who is a skeptic or a cynic who may be saying, you know, I don't know what I believe anymore when it comes to this life, the next life, would it be healthy to point out some of this evidence and say, you know what, there is a reason for you to have faith. Do you need do you need physical evidence to produce faith? Do most people need it? I, I think faith, I think belief has a profound effect on, on what we can experience. Belief can be either positive or negative. What we can believe can be a load of BS or it can be absolutely correct. So I think belief is, 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 has power. But I think before you can believe something, you need evidence. You need to experience either directly or accumulate a body of evidence that is so, so substantial that you absolutely know. And for me and my, my studies of, of, of after death, that came from a huge amount of, of study and also some direct experiences that have proved it to me. I don't think anyone should believe in anything. I think they should look for evidence and make up their, their own decision. But life after death, it's not a subject that if you're just going to skim the surface, you're really not going to come to an understanding. You know, it's something that. you need to dig deep and dig, dig skeptically. And when you do it in that way, uh, my goodness, I think learning about the, the evidence for life after death can really, when you dig deep, it can totally change your understanding of life and why you're here and what you do from that point forward. I'm gonna. We have about two minutes here, Mike. I'm gonna throw kind of a wide range question, but I I, I, know, I have faith in you that you can narrow it down. And get the, get the pun there. Um, why is it that there are two circumstances that can make us believe or make us have faith in a hurry, and that is. Extreme fear, whether it be of extinction or extreme need, how come we can't seem to summon that, the, the majority of people, in circumstances if they're not one or the other? Absolutely. I think in, in desperate circumstances, I think our mind is such that we have to latch on to something. I think the unknown is the scariest thing ever. And therefore, we have a need to latch on to something, to either believe something. or I, I, I think it's, it's, it's just the way... We're made, we're made, we need to latch onto something. Unknowns, that's the scariest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, and you know what? Let's, um, at the beginning of next hour, as we get into the paranormal stuff, let's talk a little bit about that first, about 
overcoming fear. We've talked about the need part of it, but there in in your book, Unlock Gratitude Now, which again you can go to unlockgratitudenow.com slash gift and get the text of the book for free. You talk about an easy way to overcome fear. So I think when we come back, let's talk a little bit about fear because it does rule some people's lives to the point where you have conditions like anxiety, severe anxiety. And and you freeze up. I mean, I, I think that's one of the most powerful emotions out there besides love. I think love and fear are probably the two things. Oh, definitely. Totally that, agree with you. And yep. it, that, that rule our, our uh, society as we know it. Uh, we're going to take a break. Again, uh, unlockgratitudenow.com slash gift. And, Mike, what do people get when they when they go to that site for free, nonetheless? Well, they, they get the, the e-book of Unlock Gratitude Now. They also get an audio book, What Happens When We Die. It's a, a, a book I produced back in 2002 or 2001. And also 30 Days to Empowerment, Success and Happiness. It's a, a video course that includes mind over matter experiments that people can actually replicate for themselves. Wow. I, I'm checking it out after we're done here because it's uh... – <laughs> that just, you know, you say things sound fantastical or too good to be true. It, it's not that it doesn't sound too good to be true. Again, I'm a skeptic like you, so I got to see it for myself. When we come back in our next hour, we'll uh, we'll talk with Mike Pettigrew about uh, the paranormal, the afterlife, and what it is he's found out about the afterlife. It's all coming up next on the best in paranormal paranormal talk radio. This is Darkness Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, and I do hope that you found it helpful. If you would like to watch our free training videos, then please do visit our website at mikepettigrew.com. Mikepettigrew.com is spelt like this. It's M-I-K-E-P-E-T-T-I-G-R-E-W.com. Again, that's M-I-K-E-P-E-T-T-I-G-R-E-W.com. R-E-W.com. And you can sign up for free training videos that can help you to live a happier, more abundant and fulfilled life. The subjects of our videos include such topics as the powers of the mind, how to program ourselves for success, how to win in everything we do, discovering our purpose, controlling our destiny, goals and determinations, the easy way to achieve anything we desire, happiness, mastering our mind, overcoming negative thinking, self-discipline, the importance of mentors, and many, many other subjects that will help you to live life to the full. So please do visit MikePettigrew.com right now and get your free training videos. Thanks so much for listening.